This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Just be patient, and I know I stink. Everyone tells me I stink. Yeah, you're so the worst. I am the worst. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at com. I tell you, I'm not a very good catcher. I'm much better at getting high than getting low. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Inside the 15, BU later! Two plays and a touchdown! Everything happening in the sports world. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! And even some things not happening in the sports world. It's always you asking Steve if he's done things and he says no. It's always him saying, no, I don't know what that is. I don't do that. No, no, no. He said, why don't you ask him some things that he does know? Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always... The most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Steve, we have two more shows on a Friday until it is a Bullpup football preview. Oh, yeah. We'll have the Thursday edition, of course, but then getting ready for a Friday night. We've got today's show. We can make our way through it. Then we've got next Friday's show, and then our next Friday show after that. Oh boy, it is on. Football season is two weeks away. We're feeling good. Are you feeling good? Because I am. Oh yeah, I mean, we've gone out to some practices and and, uh, checked out some teams so far. We went over to Canton Galville one day. We've been at McPherson High football practice. Starting to feel a little more like football weather out there in in the low 80s today. I like that better. Yeah, I like that better. They've kind of been dealing, it's kind of been a little, the weather this week since Monday, it's been kind of rainy, almost rainy. You know, but it's been cool enough the last couple of days that they can get some quality work in. I know you like the cool weather a little better. It's well for the practice for the yeah, kids. yeah. cool, not not cold. Yeah, you don't like the oh, cold weather. Oh, I don't weather. like cold. Yeah, Steve is not a fan of the cold. Not a fan. Steve, we've got a lot planned today. Number one, we've got some Friday trivia. Yeah, always excited about that. Oh yeah. You know what starts this weekend? I don't know. College football. Oh, yeah. Miami and uh, Florida, I believe it is. Big game coming up on Saturday. There's a few other games as well, but I want to talk about college football being back, see what you'll be watching this weekend. The Chiefs will be playing in the preseason at home, taking on Jimmy G and the San Francisco 49ers. Right here on 96.7. That's right. Our pregame will start at 6 okay. on Saturday night. Jimmy G looked really bad in his one of his first Ooh. starts of the preseason. Yeah. One thing I wanted to talk with you about, though, Steve, is our guy Mitchell Bruce... Rockstar. Who runs the show behind us. He's in here in the afternoons. Oh, yeah. I put him up to a task this week, and I said, I need you to go through one of the preseason football magazines in the state, Kansas pregame. They do a terrific job. I know there are copies all throughout the city and other places in the state. And I said, I want you to go through it, and I want you to put together a list of the schools that have the most returning lettermen in the entire state for high school football. Does that make sense? Sure. Because they, they list them in there. They list their returning lettermen, their returning starters, few key players. I said, I want you to go through and give me the list of returning lettermen, the rankings, how many are coming back. And you have to remember, too, 
once you get below about 4A, it's hard to have more than about 20 returning lettermen. Right. You really just because have, you don't have as many yeah, people. Yeah, you just, you just basically got to do the first three classes. And, and really, 4A... You could almost not have. There's not very many. Other, You'd be surprised. There are some fairly big numbers in 4A. Yeah. Now in 3A, there is one. Andale's a school you'd have to look at. Andale has a decent amount. Right. And then there was one other. Marysville had like 38, mm-hmm. 36, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. So I wanted to rattle off a few teams for you. The Goddard Lions, who we saw last year in the state semifinals, right. they have been a great team the last few years. They have 43 returning lettermen. Wow. Bishop Miege, the mighty stags of Kansas City. They've won five straight state championships, tons of guys in the pros. They have 43. As we look at Class 5A, the top dog in Class 5A, Mill Valley. The Jaguars have been very good now. They're 6A in a lot of sports now, but still 5A in football. St. Thomas Aquinas, one of the best teams in the state coming back. They have 36. There were a few teams. How many in- Mill Valley have? 44. Oh, okay. I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't so so they were the most out of, the, of that group. Derby, I believe, would have a lot back as well, but they weren't listed in here. Gardner-Edgerton, another team that's going to be very good, 41. You want to know how many returning lettermen the McPherson Bullpups have coming back this fall? Well, it's got to be over 50. 53. So they are not only the number one team in the state in returning lettermen, but they are at that number by a lot. They are nine more than the next closest team. And the reason is because so many games were decided by halftime last year. I don't know how right. many games the starters did Well, play. ten games were decided by a running clock. Okay. Out of the 12. Right. So that means there were a lot of opportunities for young players to get in the games. 53 returning lettermen at a school like McPherson is pretty unheard of. Pretty staggering. Especially, Steve... When you look at the historical context of this, just at this program, if I would have told you 15 years ago, 2004, if I said, hey, things are going to get really good here pretty soon, Steve, here in 15 years, they're going to have 53 lettermen returning from the best team in program history. Would that have floored you? Would you have said, there's no way, they couldn't do that? Yeah, because back in those days, if there were 15 lettermen back, it was considered pretty good. Well, especially when you look at the numbers of people that are coming out for football. Yeah. There are a lot of schools, especially in classes 4A and below, that would love to have 53 players out for football just to get 53 out there. Yeah. The the smaller schools in class 4A, I think in class 5A, most places would have at least 53. Mm-hmm. But you get to the bottom end of 4A, you get to 3A, and there would be a lot of coaches that would say, hey, if we get 53 guys, yeah. then we've got a chance to be pretty good. Yeah. And I just want people to recognize where this bullpup football program is at right now. That not only do they have 93 players out for football, 53 have lettered. Yeah. Not just played in a game, have lettered, have played in many it's not, games, and it's not like have taken a lot of snaps. And it's not like they're handing out letters like they're candy. No. And, and they're pretty cri- strict a, on it. There's a criteria. You have to play a certain amount of games and a certain amount of snaps, of and you have, to, you have to be involved more than just, hey, Johnny, get out there and, and stand on the kickoff team for one play. Right. It's more than that. Yeah. And that's the thing that's always kind of staggering to me to look at the stats from last season is normally on your tackles and your defensive stats, there's 20-ish guys that are listed for a few tackles and maybe a handful that have one that got into a game real quick. There are like 60 guys that recorded a tackle last year for this McPherson yeah. team. 
offensively, there are just a ton of guys that caught passes or rushed the ball at least once. It is so impressive with what this football program has done. And when you compare 53 returning lettermen to the schools that I just named, Goddard, Bishop Miege, Mill Valley, you throw it up there with a Derby, you throw it up there with St. Thomas Aquinas, Blue Valley, 35, it's pretty remarkable what this program has been able to do in just getting people to play football. Right. I don't know. I just I, I think that's very impressive. And, yeah. and and whenever Coach Pav sent his form earlier in the summer, and he said, yeah, we've got 53 returning lettermen, that's almost hard to believe. Mm-hmm. You and I could go look through the film if we wanted to, but I just hope people recognize the direction that this thing is going. Well, it's full speed ahead right now. And I hope people see that. And you know, and I, I think people are starting and to I, And it. I always say, in high school sports, everything's cyclical. I'm a big, you know, that's always what I've, you know, they're, we need, we're just going to ride this wave as long as we can. I mean, uh, you know, back in the uh, 80s, we had some good teams. And then, boom, the way we had a good cycle in the 80s. Speaking 70- of cyclical, Steve... You want to hear a stat that might make your brain turn over? Okay. So McPherson has 53 returning lettermen. Do you know who the best team was 15, the last 10 or 15 years ago, best team in the state throughout that window? Mm, Hutchinson. The Hutchinson Salthawks. You want to know how many returning lettermen they have this upcoming fall? They had a bad year last year. I don't know what the – I'd say 20. They have nine returning lettermen. Wow. So – I'm just telling you, people, things are really good right now. I'm not setting expectations and saying they have to go undefeated or they have to win a state championship. I'm just telling you that as a program, I would think it would be hard to go back at any point in the 100, 115 years of bullpup football and find a better string of years than you have going right now. Oh, yeah. And that's a great time to be a fan. Since since 2006. If I would have told you 15 years ago, all right, Steve, it's 2004, your hair's longer, it's a little darker. Yeah. And I say, hey, in 15 years, not only are the Bullpups going to have 53 returning lettermen from an 11-1 team, but the Hutchinson Salthawks are going to have nine coming back. Yeah. Wouldn't that have blown your mind? Well, yeah, because Hutchinson used to just... I remember one year we had a really, really good team. We played Hutchinson, got beat sixty-eight to seven, and we had a really good team. I think I want to say either Joel Piper or Colin Walk was the quarterback that year, but we were really good. I think we played them later, or we'd played them one other time and, and played them tougher. But Hutch in the two thousands, like five. That was six, the gold standard. Oh my gosh, Hutchinson was just unbelievable back then. I mean, they they just had some dudes every year. They just had some dudes. You and I get to be promoters in a way for the teams that we get to cover yeah i mean we're, we are carnival barkers. kind of journalist yeah. i don't i don't know what we are well reporters yeah pseudo reporters you've got your hat on and, and your notepad stuck up in that hat <laughs> but i i just try and and express how good things are yeah and how good things are here yeah where you look at boys soccer 32 guys out to play this fall you look at volleyball they've got 30 out you look all across the board and there are people that want to be involved, and teams that are good, and teams that continue to be almost, relevant. We have almost 200 kids out for high school sports. Just and, in the fall. Yeah, and, and if you put the cheerleaders and the high steppers and, and the 
and band. You know, band kids are considered an activity. Right. And they're considered part of the program. They play at the games. They have, what, 100 and some kids out for band? So you put you put all that together, you're looking at about 350 kids total. I know that sometimes it can seem cliche and saying that, oh, high school sports are important and they bring a community together. And, I, and I've said this before, but the best way to learn about a community, to learn about a town, is you show up to a football game in September on a Friday night. What does it look like? Are there people in the stands? Are there a lot of guys on the sideline? What does it look like? And you can learn a lot about a community. Well, very few home games in the last 10 or 11 years has there not been a, at least 2,000, probably 2,000 people, 1,800 to 2,000 people. But one of the other really big signs, besides just going and seeing what it looks like, who's involved, who's there, is you look at just the total involvement at a school. How many people are participating in clubs and sports and being involved? And when it's at the rate that a school like McPherson is at, where almost everybody there does something, then it makes for a very good community. Mm -hmm. It makes for a very good school, and it makes for good kids. And that's one thing that we continue to see here. Is that enough preaching for you, Steve? It's all about the kids. It's all about the kids. Shane Bakus. And things are going pretty good here right right. now. That's Shane Bakus's favorite line. It's all about the kids. And Shane does a great job of promoting, you know, the kids being involved and the other administrators do too. So McPherson High is just in a very good place right now. I have some friends that I know that they say something along the lines of, you're two or three bad decisions away from ruining your whole life and that everything could turn fast. You, You go do one or two things and you never know where you're going to end up. And so I want people to just recognize that things are going good right now. They are. Soak it in. And you may not think about it. You're in the moment, but soak it in. Things are good right now. Life you is agree, good. Steve? Life is good. Soak it in. Yeah. You're feeling good today. You look good. Well, I feel good. You look like you feel good. <laughs> All right, Steve, let's take a break. When we come back, got some trivia ready? Got Are some you trivia. prepared? I'm prepared. I'm going to take you down today. Well, I see. have some good questions. Uh, mine's all NFL questions. So. Mine are very topical, very relevant. Okay. You'll enjoy it. Okay. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, are you ready for some Friday trivia? Let's do it. We're running out of days where we can really do this. Yeah. Because next Friday, we've got a full slate of college football that weekend. Okay. The Jayhawks will be playing. The Wildcats will be playing. It'll be a good weekend. Good weekend. We'll we'll have all sorts of predictions. Have you got a hold of Fearless Forecaster? Uh, is he going to come back for another year? Yeah, I hope he's out on some island somewhere. I don't know where. He An is. island? Where do you think he would go? The Galapagos Islands or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the Galapagos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of those he, islands. He's retired. You know, he's retired. He, he just, just does he, just, he bring them in or does he mail them? Uh, he emails them in. Oh, though, okay. So, yeah. No, that's true from the island. Yeah. All right. So we've got some questions ready to go. Steve, would you like to give the question or receive the first? I'll give one? the first question. All right, I'm ready. 
This kicker is the all-time leading scorer in the NFL, and he's still active. Well, my first guess was going to be Morton Anderson, but that's not correct because he is in the Hall of Fame and is no longer active. How about we go with Adam Vinatieri? You are correct, sir. Hey, that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I bet Morton Anderson is pretty close up He's there. He's number two, I believe. Hey, look at that. I'm all over it. Okay. Good start, Steve. Oh, there you go. So I mentioned this stat to you not that long ago that I said that the McPherson High football team is one of 15 schools in the entire state that over the last two years, they have been in the final four okay. in all classifications. Okay. They're one of the 15. I want you to name five schools that have been in the football state semifinals the last two years. Each of the last two years. Miege. Bishop Miege. That's Qu one. Aquinas. Aquinas has been in there the last two years. Central Plains. Central Plains has not. Really? They have not. Okay. Think big schools. That'll be easy for you. Yeah, got to think big schools. Um, let's see, 5A, Mie or uh, that's not me. Aquine, uh, Bishop Carroll. Bishop Carroll has not been in each of the really? last two years. Correct. Okay. So wow. you've got two. Okay. 6A. Oh, uh, Blue, which it's one of the, Blue Valley North. Blue Valley North. They okay. have been in each of the last two years and have won a state title. Okay. Um, How about 6A West? 6A West? Yeah, whoever has been the represent the representative. Free State. No. Um, Lawrence. No. Okay. You're not doing very well at I'm this. I'm not doing very well. Um, I thought this would be very easy for you. Really? How about a team that's from the old AVL? Derby. Derby. The yeah, Derby Panthers. I, I don't know why I blanked out on One that. One more. You saw them play in person last year. I saw them in person last year? You did. Goddard. The Goddard Lions. Okay. Other schools include... Andale, also Wichita Northwest. That was another 5A1. Yeah. Sabetha, they've won two in a row. Okay. Phillipsburg, they've won a state title. St. Mary's Colgan, they've been in the state semifinals each of the last two years. Olpe, Plainville, Smith Center, and Hanover. Okay. Pretty good list. Pretty good list. All right. I'm ready for my next one. Okay. The running back position has been devalued in Ooh. the NFL in recent years. Running backs used to be bell cows and get a lot of carries. This record will probably stand now forever. Who holds the record for the most rushing attempts in a career? Rushing attempts in a career. Will you give me a hint if it's recent, semi-recent, or, semi or way old? Semi-recent. How about we go with, this is just first guess, Emmett Smith. You got it. Hey, look at I, that, I, Steve. I, I'm two for two. I must have made these too easy today. Do you know who else was on the at the top of that list? I don't know. I could see, like, Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis? I think he goes by Terrell. Is he Terrell now? I think he is. Okay. I couldn't remember. That's why I was hesitant to say it. I think he would be at the top. A few Jim, others. Jim Brown. I bet he's up there pretty high, too. They just yeah. say, all right, Jim, Walter, run. Walter Payton, Barry oh, Sanders. Yeah. yeah, those guys would be up there. All right, I'm two for two. Okay. So we're going to talk about it here in a minute, Steve, but Florida will be taking on Miami this weekend. Okay. One of the first big college football games of the season. Okay. And I know you can think of a couple of really big Florida schools, Florida, Miami, Florida State, those are some really big ones. There are 13 Division I schools in the state of Florida, and I'm not going to count Miami, Florida State, or Florida. I need you to name five of the other ten. UCF. The University of Central Florida in Orlando. Florida International. Florida International. Pistol's alma mater in Miami. Oh, I bet Pistol just sat up and goes, 
go, go, FIU or whatever it was. <laughs> you um, got two. Okay. Is there a Prairie View or something out of Florida? That would be in Texas, to my okay. knowledge. Okay. You're thinking on the right track, though. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to think. There is an HBCU. Florida, Florida. A&M? Florida A&M. They're in Tallahassee. You're okay. on the right track. Okay. So you've got three. Oh, I need two more. Two more Florida. There's, uh, and I'll bet Pistol's just screaming right now. There are now. two more that you should get. Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic and Boca Raton. Okay. Lane Kiffin. There's okay. one more that I think you should get. I should get Florida. And then there's a few others where I would I would give you a pass. Man. Also in the Central same Florida. conference. You've already said All them. Right. Okay. Keep thinking directions. Okay. Florida. Uh, they are in the same conference as Wichita State. I believe they're... No, they're probably in Conference USA. Okay. They're in that one or the American. Wow. They bounce around a lot. It's in the city of Tampa, if that gives you a clue. I, that doesn't give me a clue. I, I I don't know. How about the University of South Florida? Oh, you the, got that the one. Bulls. The Bulls. Yeah, the mighty Bulls. You would have had that one. I don't think you would have guessed Bethune-Cookman no. in Daytona. Let's see. Florida Gulf Coast in Fort Myers. Okay. Jacksonville University okay. in Jacksonville. The University of North Florida in Jacksonville. Never knew that. And Stetson University Stetson? in DeLand. The mighty Stets. The Stetson Hatters. Okay. So you did okay. Hatters. You needed the, the South Florida one was the one I thought you'd get. Okay. I think my questions are way too easy because this was, I think this is a layup. Let's see. Speaking of running backs, his Hall of Famer holds the rushing record for most yards in a season with 2,105. Well, it was the juice for a while. Yeah. He was the original 2,000-yard 2003 guy. 2003, a grid odyssey, they called it. 2,105. I think it's got to be Barry Sanders, isn't it? It is not. Is it in the same era, or is it yeah. more recent? Yeah, it's... it's, it's uh, well, I can tell you, he was featured on an ESPN... 30 for 30. It's not Marcus Dupree. I don't think no. he ever rushed for 200 yards. Well, I mean, he was yards. part of of uh, the one down where Skip Bayless is on. Oh. Is it Herschel? No. Well, he had a 30 for 30. Pony Pony Excess. Oh. I can picture him at Dickerson. Eric Dickerson. Yeah. yeah. My dad got to see him play in college I thought, against I, the mighty Arkansas Razorbacks. I thought he was the prettiest runner I ever saw. He's, I mean, a, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, well, he's just he's just... Oh, you didn't mean that way. I thought you meant he was just no. a good-looking dude that played running back. No, I, I, the, his, I thought his, he, he just had amazing running form. Well, Steve, this third question, I'm going to make you think. No. You, you know this. I'm all, I'm already. I'm, These are all things you know. I know, I'm, and I'm choking. I'm choking like a dog, as Johnny Miller would say. So, in the 2010s decade, okay. So, in the 2010 to the last draft in 2019 in the NFL. There have been 15 Big 12 quarterbacks that have been taken in the draft. Are you following? Okay. Over the last 10 drafts, okay. there have been 15 Big 12 quarterbacks. Okay. I need you to name six since it's half of 12. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Easy one. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Uh, Vince Young. No. That's way too early. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Okay. There's three. How easy was that? Uh, Will Greer. Will Greer this past year. There's four. Yeah. Um, You've got a Heisman winner in there. You have two Heisman winners in here, and you have a quarterback that you get to watch a lot of. Uh, was John, Johnny? No, they, he was SEC then. I was gonna say Johnny Manziel, but A and M was in the. You're SEC. right. Yeah. You're on the right track. Okay. Uh, let's see. Texas. Texas Tech. 
Uh, There's a pretty big one from Texas Tech that you haven't mentioned. A quarterback from, or or just a a quarterback, a quarterback from Texas Tech. There's a pretty big one. Well, ba- Baker Mayfield played one year at Texas Tech, but no, this guy was at Texas Tech. Big arm, pretty good quarterback in the NFL right now. Golly, why am I just choking? You get to see a lot of him. Yeah. Well, you're you're just basically <laughs> you're basically telling me who it is. Texas Tech. God. And see, I used to he be- might have passed for 50 touchdowns last year. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you got Golly. it. You got it. Yeah. All right, how about a Heisman winning quarterback from Oklahoma? Well, let's see. Uh, we, we had Mayfield. We had Murray. Got another one. He would have been on several teams recently. Um. Oh, uh, uh, God. <laughs> He's been on the Vikings. He's been on the Rams. I was going to say Robert Griffin the third. And I, oh, there you go. You yeah. got it. He, okay. He's won. Okay. I was thinking of Sam Bradford. Okay. How yeah, about? He's always hurt. I'll go the opposite order. All right. So 2010, Zach Robinson. Do you remember him from no, Oklahoma State? Not really. Drafted by the Patriots. Sam yeah. Bradford. Blaine Gabbert in 2011. Still, he was at Missouri, but they were still in the Big Twelve. He stinks. Brandon Whedon from Oklahoma State. Okay. Ryan Tannehill from Texas A&M. Landry Jones from OU. Geno Smith, who was in there for West Virginia's first year in the Big 12. Big Geno Smith guy. Yeah. Bryce Petty from Baylor. See, I wouldn't remember that. Then I threw in Mahomes, Mason Rudolph, Baker Mayfield, Will Greer. I I used to be really good on trivia. And when you don't practice it, it just, you know. I thought this was recent enough that it would. And there are some big names in there. Yeah, I choked, so. All right, Steve, we'll okay. wrap things up. We'll take one more break. We're out of time. Right. We okay. don't have time for four today. That's good, because my questions were too easy. You got them anyway. <laughs> we'll wrap things up after this. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Tap, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE, Steve, football is on this weekend. Real football. Not yeah. not the preseason stuff. Yeah. That will be being played, but Florida-Miami, the U versus UF. Are you excited? Do you care? Yeah. Now, who's Miami's coach? Didn't Mark Rick re- retire? Wasn't he? At- I was thinking he's still there. I thought he retired. but uh, Maybe he did. Florida, that is who? Dan Mullen? Dan Mullen. Okay. Former Mississippi so, State coach. So Florida's probably going to be favored in that game. Manny Diaz is the head coach of Miami. Okay, he was the D.C., so he, he's moved up. Yeah, Mark Rick. See you later. He retired. So are you excited? Do you, do you care? Are you going to watch? Well, if it had been Bobby Bowden, or I'm, I'm sorry, um, uh, who's Spurrier yeah. against uh, um, who's Miami? How about Jimmy Johnson? Jimmy Johnson. It could have been, been that. Must-see must TV, but... Both programs aren't what they used to be, especially Miami. The U has just really fallen on hard times. What about the turnover chain? Do you remember that from last year? Oh, yeah. You get an interception, get the turnover chain. Oh, yeah. I bet that'll be busted out. Florida, number eight preseason. Okay. Are you going to – and this is being played in Orlando at a neutral site, the old Citrus Bowl. Okay. Florida by seven. You taking the Gators? Oh, yeah. You saying chomp? Yeah. 
Gators. Gators. Yeah, definitely Gators. You're taking them. Yeah. Give me the Gators. SEC. Steve, enjoy your weekend. I'll do it. We've got Bullpup Golf Tournament tomorrow morning. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't rain. Hopefully it doesn't rain. we got Coach Strathman on our team. We got, he's excited. we got Johnny G. we got Johnny G. I hope he's excited because he's a big hitter. Oh, we, we need him. Yeah. Especially after the way I played yesterday. <laughs> okay. We're, we're going to need him. All right. All right. We'll wrap up today's show. Your list, or Thanks for listening to According to Jim. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. We'll talk to you on Monday. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.